the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. Saints of God, it's wonderful that God loved us enough to accept us just like we were. But it's even more wonderful that the same God who loves us enough to accept us and save us like we were, loves us way too much to leave us like we were. God wants all of us who He saved to experience transformations and manifestations in our lives. He never intended for us to stay the people we were. Transformations and manifestations that will make us the powerful, godly people that He has always intended for us to be. Transformations and manifestations that will cause us to live the blessed life that He always intended for you and me. We should all want that too. That is, to be the kind of people who live the kind of lives that God has always intended for you and me. That can only happen when the transformations and manifestations happen that He wants to happen to you and me. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn to Hebrews chapter 10. You over there yet? Yeah. Amen. I was waiting on you. Hebrews chapter 10. In fact, I went there so long ago, I turned to someplace else. I'll go ahead and turn back there the way y'all are. We're in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. It says, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promised it. Now the scriptures say we should never let go of any promise that God made to us. Because the God who promised us what he promised us is faithful. The God who promised us what he promised us is faithful. Now the problem is you've been around so many unfaithful people and or you've been so unfaithful yourself that the word faithful really don't mean a lot to you. Hallelujah. But you got to understand God, God, once again, God is not like man. Man say something and then try to do it. Might not even accomplish. He might have wanted or she might have wanted to do it. But it might not. It just didn't. It just didn't happen. And they're like. But God's not a man that he should lie. Nor sigh. God ain't going to be like. like, With his head down. I tried. I would have did it. I really would have did it. Counted to my my head and not my heart. No, you'll, you'll never hear God go through any kind of conversation like that. That's us to be forming all that stuff to be able to compensate for our not doing what we said we was going to do. God God don't have that problem. You don't have to carry that extra luggage and baggage around with him like me and you. That's why he told us to hold fast to whatever he promised to me and you. That phrase hold fast right there means to hold down. 
hold it fast. Hold down and hold it fast. Why? Why you got to hold it down? Because it can get away from you. I say it can get away from you. Anybody ever had a little, little, little kid? Let's give them two, three, something like that. Anybody had a little kid that's like two, three, something like that? Anybody had some? Anybody? Okay. I mean, y'all trying to remember what they ever that age? Praise God. Is that what it is? Amen. And you know how they'll be right there with you? And then you turn your head and then you turn around and they gone something. You're like, where that? They all over. That's why you, that's why you held your little kid's hand. In fact, if you had one of them active little kids, anybody here want to have active little kids? Then you had to hold them fast because they pull out. They, 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 they was practicing like getting out of straight jackets and, 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 and stuff. They, 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 they know how to wiggle and, and get their hand out and then pong, and then they gone someplace. You're like, Lord Jesus, chasing them all through the, the grocery store and stuff like that. Well, at least that was some people. In my hood, they didn't chase. They just called your name. They just called your name. And you stopped in the name of pain. And then you turned around in Jesus' name. I know this is a different era nowadays, but they, we turned around in the name of pain. Especially if they called our middle name, last name. Call your whole name O.C. I don't care if I am too. I know what that means. I mean, I mean, I've been turned right right now. But them promises can get away from you. They kind of slippery sometimes. They can get away from you, especially when you got a thief that's trying to steal it from you. If you lay it down, he'll come and take it from you. Because remember the, the word thief when it says it, it, it says that the thief cometh not before the steal, kill, and destroy. I am coming that they might have life and have it more abundantly. The word thief right there comes from the word kleptus. It's the word kleptus, which is the same word that we get our word klepto from. Kleptomaniac. See, kleptomaniacs, they don't plan to steal. They steal based upon opportunity. Because if they if, if you don't watch what's yours, they'll take it. Mm-hmm. So if a klepto come near, you're supposed to pull your stuff close. Come on, ladies, wrap your arm up in the middle of that bag and stuff like that. Remember how you used to wrap your arm up in there two, three times? Because you don't know who round you. So you would hold fast to that. Make sure you wouldn't let it go. God said, what about that promise I gave you? Because some of us are just as loose. We laid it over beside us. Hallelujah. And then the devil come and take it from us. Or we just, or, or we lay it over here because we tired of carrying it. We tired of thinking about it. So we go lay it. In an opportune place that if that if it ever come to pass, we can go back and get it. No, you're supposed to be the reverse. You're supposed to have it when it comes. It's kind of like your claim check. It's, anybody remember claim checks? When you used to go get your stuff with a claim check, you had to have your claim check. You can't say, oh, oh, my bad. I don't have my claim check. So give me my fur coat anyway. Let's say I come from the north. Praise God. So you'd be like, give me a fur coat. We ain't killing anybody. Yeah, talking about killing animals. You eating them, don't you? Somebody got to wear the fur after you kill it to eat it. Praise God. Anyway, plus that, we want to stay warm anyway. Praise God. So we put it on and didn't think nothing about it. So you can come back with your little politically correct self if you want to. Praise God. Hallelujah. Anyway, enough of that. Point I'm raising is, is that you couldn't get it without a claim check. Ask me why. It was way too valuable. 
and somebody had to prove that it was yours. So that you needed a claim check. God has got exceeding great and precious promises that's waiting on you. He knows they're yours, but he still needs a claim check. It's called faith. You got to hold fast to the faith that God gives you. Because your faith is your claim check that gets you the, 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 that thing that God wants to give you. Them folk be wanting to give you your coat. Especially if it's only one coat let, left and then they get to go home. But they ain't going to give it until you come up with the claim check. And just like God ain't going to give it. If you ain't got your claim check, that's why he's telling you, hold fast to your faith, to profession of your faith. It also translates to keep in memory, to keep in memory. I know some believers, it ain't none of y'all, thank you, Jesus. But I know some mem- some ones that done just, they done forgot what they was believing God for. They done just for- forgot it. They don't even think about it no more. It has left their mind. In fact, Satan has already substituted it with another one or some of us substituted Satan didn't have to do it we went ahead and did it for him we just substituted that promise that God gave us with something else we settled for something else that we could believe could really happen usually that which we believe could really happen we believe because we can do it ourselves but God said no I want you to think big so big that only I can do it I want you to think large in such a way as me, the one in charge, is the only one can do it. Because a lot of that stuff God gave us is so big, it's like, it's like, wow. I remember, I remember, it was two years ago. I remember, praise God. I was, you know, I shouldn't say this in front of my wife, but I'm going to go ahead and say, praise God. I was getting in the mood to buy a new home. I was getting in the mood to buy, those two years ago, man. I was getting in the mood to buy a new home. <laughs> she had been working on me about it. She had working on me Sending me all kind of pictures, sending me all kind of stuff all the time, praise God. Forced me to watch all these TV shows, praise God, where people was getting these forced. As in, you know, air, air, air TV was on, praise God. Every time I come on, because she know I want to sit with her. She want to want to be with her. So she forced me to watch these TV shows and stuff like that. Love it and list it. And, and, and then that one up in Waco, praise God, where they... They come and come and redo your stuff all over and, you know, all this kind of stuff. She was even had me looking at international household hunters and stuff. I'm like, in a, in a, I'm like, dang. And so, but, but I started getting the itch a little bit, praise God. And we was preaching a message, praise God, uh, on the midday, midweek service. We was preaching this message. I'll never forget it. We was preaching this message. And God was talking about how he's a God of extraordinary. He wants to do wonderful things for us and all this, this prosperity want to manifest in the midst of our lives. And, and, and then I mentioned something about a home to the rest of the people out there. Praise God. Hallelujah. Cause I'm getting, I was getting in faith for it and stuff like that. And then the Lord spoke in my ear. He said, how would you like to pay for that cash? He said, how would you like to pay for that cash? I just stopped for a second. I'm just starting to get my mind right to be able to go back into the credit market. Cause I, I don't owe nobody nothing. Praise God. And so um, to go to get a house. And he said, how'd you like to pay for that cash? It's kind of like the brake stops. Skip, skip. And now every time I think about something, that keeps getting in the way. Every time I think about, oh, I get ready to say, okay, I don't even get the K out yet. I, the O might come out. Like When she'd be like, you know, you think we can do, do something now? I'd be like, oh, oh. Because I remember, how'd you like to get it cash? See, God wants to do some stuff for us that is far beyond what we even think can be done. When he first said that, I, I, I put it at a certain scale. One that ain't far from what I got in the bank already. And I was like, okay, 
Okay. I can see that. And then she started showing me houses and stuff like that was three, four, five times that. But then that thought kept popping in my mind. How'd you like to get that cash? How'd you like to get that cash? See, some of us, we'll take that thought and set it over to the side and be and like gone. And we'll forget all about it. We'll be like, man, do you know, we think it out. Do you know how long that'll take? No, I don't know how long that'll take you. But God, he created an entire universe and everything that lives in it in less, less than six days and didn't even use the nights. He took the nights off. And like he worked all night. I'm trying to hurry him get finished. No, no. He just showed up in the daytime, punched in, started creating some more stuff, went home, got it all done. Selah. That's why God says, I need you to hold fast to your faith. See, one of the things that helps us to be able to hold fast to the promises God gives us, especially when it doesn't come suddenly, is for us to remember who promised it. Oh, folk, you say in the first place. The one who promised us, whatever he promised us, is God. And the God who promised us, whatever he promised us, is faithful. Verse 23, it reads, it said, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful, that promise. He said, for, he is faithful, that promise. For, as in, this is the reason why you should hold fast to your faith. For, he is faithful, that promise to. God is faithful. That word faithful, right, that means trustworthy. Trustworthy. Another way of phrasing, he is worthy of our trust. And because he is worthy of our trust, we can trust anything he says to me and you. Any promises that's made to me and you. Any statement that's made. How'd you like to pay for that cash? Any statement that he makes. I remember he said something else one time. We was riding down the highway on our way someplace. Praise God. We was riding down the highway on our way someplace. We was looking over. In the, I, was, I was looking. You know, I'm, I'm a sightseer while I'm driving too. I pay attention to where I'm going, but I'm a sightseer. I like to look around, see what's going on. Especially when I'm in unfamiliar territory. I like to see what's there. Because I might not ever be back there again. I want to see what's there. And I was looking at all these various churches. I was looking at all these various churches that were on the highway as I was driving. And I look at this church and I look at that church. And I'm thinking, oh, man, that's a nice looking building from the outside. Praise God, that's a nice looking building. And then I saw this one, you know, this, this one that had a gymnasium over to the side attached to it. It was over to a big, huge gymnasium that was attached to it. Praise God over to the side. And I was like, man, that's what I'm talking about. Temple maintenance would, like, would, would blow up in that, praise God. So that would blow up in that. And then as soon as I said that, Lord said, how would you like to build that? And I was like, Lord, I would love the church to build, be able to build that. He said, no. I said, how would you like to build it? And then give it to him yourself. That's when you pause again. Because your mind in the natural, you start thinking about all these reasons why you can't. But then I go back to why would he say, how would you like to do that if you can't do that? So let me tell you something about the Lord. Can I, before we go any further, can I tell you something about the Lord? He never tells you something to be done that he's not going to be there to help you do. He's never going to tell you something that can be done, especially those things that's outside of you, that he's not going to be there to do it anyway. All he wants you to do is believe it. And then whatever else is necessary to be able to cause it to come to pass. It ain't like no hocus pocus. You just believe. Just believe. 
No, no, you you probably gonna have to get your butt up and do something too. Praise God, Hallelujah! But at the same time, you still but but it, it starts with belief. And I'm like, well, why do you keep telling me this stuff about how would you like to pay for it cash, unless it's possible to be able to pay for this cash? See, with man, it's impossible, but with God, all these things are possible. But God will come to you and just, I like to say, mess with you. Just disrupt your mediocrity. You just disrupt your mediocrity. We're so comfortable in our little mediocrity. God said, I'll come and disrupt that. I'm a God of more than enough. I'm, I'm bigger than all of that. And I don't need your mind bigger than that. See, one of the things that'll help us to hold fast to the promise that God gave us, especially when it doesn't come suddenly, is for us to remember who promised it. God's the one who promised it. And God is faithful. That word faithful is trustworthy. The word trustworthy means deserving of trust or confidence. Because he's dependable. God is deserving of trust and confidence. He deserves us to be confident in him. He deserves us to trust him. He's dependable. So the God who promised whatever he promised us is deserving of our trust and confidence. When he promised that what he promised us is deserving of our trust and confidence. He's dependable. It also translates sure and true. Thou God is sure and true because he's faithful. So the God who made the promise to us is sure. He doesn't say like and then come back later and be like, oh, oh my bad. I kind of like overstated that a little bit. I, I meant like, how would you like to have a bigger down payment? That's what I really meant. I didn't mean cash. I meant really I meant cash down payment, but a bigger down payment. But I wouldn't expect you to make a cash as in buy the whole thing like you're buying a pack of gum. Isn't there something God would, would like to put you in a position where you could buy a home like a pack of gum? Buy a home like you buy a dinner. Give me this. Give me this. This is how some of y'all buy dinner. I want this. Never like, excuse me. That means that would be an upcharge. Say, did I, did I ask you about upcharge? I was telling you what I wanted. Just go get me what I wanted. Sure, I can handle that. I want these refrigerators in there. I want these stoves in there. I want these appliances in there. Say, ma'am, that's an upcharge. If you insult me one more time, I'm going to go someplace else. And I'm going to just, when I say that's what I want, that's what I want. I'm like my daddy. When he say what he wants, that's what he wants. It runs in our family. It's a family trait. We say what we mean. We mean what we say. And we got the wig on the pay. Is anybody hearing me up in here? <laughs> God is sure. I like that word sure. That word sure means unfailing. Never disappointing expectations. Unfailing. Failing, never disappointing expectations. Did you hear that? God is unfailing. He never disappoints expectations. You ain't got a hope that's bigger than him. You ain't got a hope that's bigger than what he can do. Because any hope that you got, he probably one gave it to you. The God who made the promises to us is true. That word true means reliable and unfailing. Our God is reliable and unfailing. 
In other words, what he promises is going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's just going to happen. If we believe in the God of manifestations. Now notice the statement that, the, that God is faithful is written in parentheses. Go back at verse 23. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your magnificent word. It said, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Now, technically, that's where the sentence is, ends. But notice there's a parenthesis that says, for he is faithful that promised. Close the parentheses. And then he goes on to say, let us consider one another. But notice, he says, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wa- wavering. Parenthetic statement. For he is faithful that promised. And I taught you before, those parentheses are just like louver blinds. They open and they close. Now, when they close, you can't see what's behind them. But that don't change. There's something behind it. It's not until you open them that you see what's behind it. Because, for instance, it might have been snowing outside in San Antonio. You didn't know because you were asleep, had the TV on, off, praise God, and just sleeping like a mug. You just wonder why it's a little chillier up in there than it normally is. So you open the Louvre blinds and would you look at that? Snow in San Antonio. Ain't going to last but a couple of hours if it does. But, yeah. but snow in San Antonio. There it is. Whoa. Why? It was always there. You just didn't see it because your Louvre's were, were closed. There might be somebody sneaking around outside. Your Louvre's was closed. You didn't see it. They were sneaking around outside. But then you say, oh, and then you go to open the Louvre blinds and then he, He's sitting there looking like, like you got you. And you see who it is. Praise God. And shoot through the window. <laughs> no, for real. But, but you see, <laughs> no, raise the window up so you ain't got to pay for it later. And pie Turn it down the corner. Pie pie <laughs> Glory to God. But he was there. You just didn't see because the blinds was closed. See, he has this, this God is faithful who promised it. Sitting in the mid- behind some louver blinds. Or another way of phrasing it, it's a statement that lets you know that this should always be there. Whether you see it, don't see it, whether you're looking at it or not looking at it, it's still there. That God is faithful. Which means that if you're having any trouble understanding what it is that this said and doing what it says, as in let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, you having any trouble, open up the louver blind and see the reason why. For he is faithful that promised. Whatever God said, he's faithful. He's the one promised it and he's faithful. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that it's true. There really are transformations and manifestations that God wants to bring into the lives of me and you. I also hope that you become more willing to cooperate with God so that He can cause the transformations and manifestations to happen in the life of me and you. So come on, saints of God. Let's let God do what he wants to do in the lives of me and you. Let's let God cause transformation to manifestation to happen for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, 
Saturday afternoons at 4.30 and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And to all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that help you take the marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married. I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. And by the way, your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing all of you married people this Friday at Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? And by the way, happy birthday to my wife, Angela Denise Pearson, who we've been married for buku years. I want to say one more time what I always say, and that is that you're the second and the third best decision I ever made in my life. Of course, the first best decision was to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and the second one was to marry you. And the third one was to keep you. Happy birthday, baby. Love you always. Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 